Welcome to Long Story Short Podcast, where we reveal short stories of an active, living God who shows up in everyday life. You paid the price for all the world and me. You paid the price for all the world to see. And for those who choose you now, Shalom. Welcome back to Long Story Short Podcast. This is podcast number five. And before we get into introducing uh, our storyteller for podcast number five, I just want to introduce ourselves. This is Brent, my wife, Lisa. And we just want to thank you once again for listening to the podcast on the longstoryshortpodcast.com webpage. We know that, um, you know, as we post content out there, our goal is to try to build up a library before we get out into, um, you know, iTunes or Stitcher or one of those other applications that feed uh, podcasts down to your um, mobile device. So we really appreciate you logging in, um, leaving a comment there through your Facebook or Twitter account. Um, you know, you can either click the download button, uh, play it right on the page, or you could uh, open up the, the player in another window and listen to it um, that way as well. Probably works a little bit better when you're on your laptop um, than trying to stream it completely uh, through your... Um, through you know your data plan uh, um, uh, on your phone uh, because sometimes uh, your connectivity might not be as good. But um, when we get the when we get the full mass of of um, of stories that we're looking for, we will be getting the the podcast out for you to to be able to uh, download automatically and listen um, um, to whenever, listen to them whenever you want. Um, so keep an eye out for that. We will be doing, you know, we will be thinking about it in the future as well as adding other attributes to um, the web page itself. Um, Lisa, you and I were talking about um, what we can do with the, the blog feature of the, of the podcast page. And you had some really great ideas. Yeah, and I'm excited to have you... Remind me what those ideas were. I, I can't, can't remember right now. Oh, well, we, what we were talking about is kind of the story behind the Long Story Short podcast webpage itself. Kind of how did we come up with this idea and how did we start to investigate what it looks like to tell a story? What is it, what is it like to tell a good story and how do you do that? Um, you know, we kind of take it for granted. We, in conversation, we tell each other stories all the time. But then when you try to put it down either on a piece of paper or even in a podcast, it feels a little bit different than it would if you're just talking to somebody. Well, and the truth is every single person has a story. It has many stories. And um, it's 
uh, a great gift to be able to know how to share those well. And so um, we're investigating different tools and um, story devices, and we want to share those with you. So we'll do that in the future. And um, But right now, as we lead into our story with Tamara, um, really our introduction to her is a story in itself. When we first heard her and her sp husband speak about their work with children through safe families, I knew that they'd have a great story to share on the podcast. However, I didn't know them personally, so I simply asked God if he'd introduce us. Before long, I found myself in the same room with Tamara and her husband. She walked by and commented on the chili I was about to eat. I took this to be about as good as an introduction as any. I whispered a thank you to God, and not much later, Brent and I were recording Tamara's story. God's fingerprints are all over the stories Tamara tells. If you listen close, you'll recognize the intimacy of a life with him. The more of these stories you come across in life, and the more you step into conversation with him yourself, the more you realize how very close God is. That's not to say he's predictable, of course. Life with God is anything but predictable. But as a friend of mine is known to say, he's as very clo he's as close as the very breath you breathe. Tamara has a blog called My Blonde Life in the Hood. And when you go there, she'll tell you that she holds degrees in French, English, and communication from the University of North Dakota. And for years, she worked with adults with developmental disabilities. She's a freelance writer, and since 2012, she and her family have hosted 18 children in crisis. Check out the online story notes for links to Tamara's blog, as well as to Safe Families Organization. Oh, and you can also find the recipe for her fabulous black bean chili that Lisa was just talking about. It makes a simple, healthy meal that's super delicious. Now, Here's, a, here's Tamara's story about how God led her and her family to stand in the gap for children in need. Mary Slusser challenged the murderous ways of the African Okoyang tribe. Bruce Olson dodged arrows flung at him by the Motolone Indians in South America. And Amy Carmichael rescued and sheltered over a thousand children in India. My favorite stories of all are missionary stories like these, and the more intense and dangerous, the better. Missionaries do big things, and as a family, we wanted to do something big for God too. But what? We served for a few years in the disabilities ministries at New Hope Church, watching kids with disabilities so their parents could have a night out one Friday night a month. When the program ended in early 2012, though, we wondered what God had in mind for us next. We asked him. I started noticing families at church caring for kids who weren't theirs, and I asked some questions. They hadn't adopted those kids, but were hosting them through a ministry called Safe Families for Children. It was an interesting concept, but I was skeptical about taking in strangers' children. What if it got messy and complicated? What if the kids had serious behavioral issues? Wouldn't it be too hard to let them go? As a family, we talked about it prayed about it, and six months later, we were approved as a host family for the organization about to embark on the childcare adventure ourselves. If we have any doubts about our calling, God encourages us with his provision. At the beginning, a family at church sought us out. 
They told us that because of work schedules, they couldn't host children themselves, but they wanted to support us. They donate diapers and baby wipes to our family for all the babies we host. A daycare provider who wanted to help loans us toys and baby equipment to use during our placements. And last summer, our friend had a rummage sale. She advertised baby clothing and equipment on Facebook. We needed a pack and play for the little ones, and I told her so. She then told me her story. She had put a pack and play in her rummage sale, but God had told her not to sell it after all. It was to be given away to someone. She obeyed and lugged the pack and play back into the house. And when I expressed our need for one, she said it was ours and God meant it for us. If we are tired, God encourages us with his blessings to spur us on. This year, my 10-year-old daughter Olga made a wish list for her birthday. After Converse tennis shoes and art supplies, she wrote, baby. I explained to her that babies are in high demand and since they're very popular with host families, we can't always get one when we want one. Disappointed, she said she understood. Olga's birthday is May 7th. And on May 6th, I got a personal email from the placement coordinator asking if we wanted a baby. She knew we liked hosting babies and hadn't had one in a while. I laughed, even while tears filled my eyes. God had surprised Olga with a baby for her birthday. Since the fall of 2012, we've hosted 18 children in crisis through Safe Families for Children. We haven't come up against bloodthirsty tribes and we don't dodge arrows or save children from Hindu temples, but God gives us children to care for, stories to tell of his provision and blessings along the way and a calling to live out that glorifies him. Jesus only when I'm lonely, Jesus only when I'm sad, Jesus only when I'm lonely, cause he makes me feel so glad. He is strong, my deliverer, he is mighty to save. Jesus only when I'm lonely, cause he makes me feel so glad. Jesus only when I'm lonely, Jesus only when I'm sad, Jesus only when I'm lonely, cause he makes me feel so glad. He is strong, my deliverer, he is mighty to save, Jesus only when I'm lonely, cause he makes me feel so glad. He is strong, my deliverer, he is mighty to save, Jesus only when I'm lonely, cause he makes me feel so glad, cause he makes me feel so glad, cause he makes me feel so glad.